Hello and welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyon. We're glad you joined us today and we sincerely hope that you're blessed with today's message. Today we're going to continue with our series which is Naturally Supernatural, Supernatural Part 2, Hearing God's Voice. Hearing God's Voice. Amen. Um, I want you to turn with me or you have it on your outline. Everybody have an outline? Raise your hand if you need one. Um, one will be given to you, but I think everybody has one. Good. We need one more up here. We're going to find our text in John chapter 10. John chapter 10, and we're going to start in verse 1. <coughs> John chapter 10 and verse 1. We're going to read through verse 4. And the, the Word of God says this, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep but climbs up some other way, he is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he puts forth all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father in heaven, we thank you. Thank you for your word, which is true today, has not changed, Lord, and I thank you that you are still speaking to your people, and that, Lord, that we know your voice. So I pray today, give us anointing to hear your word, and, Father, to understand it, and to walk in it every day of our lives, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Now, um, when you read a scripture like that, and, you know, we... What I'm going to talk to you today is about how to hear God's voice. Anybody here ever ask yourself, Lord, was that you? Is, is that just me? Is that you? Or just struggle in hearing the voice of God speaking to you. You know, maybe you've met that person in your life. Maybe you know someone that they always tell you, well, yeah, God speaks to me every day. You know, yeah, I, I go to the store and he tells me what I should have for, for that dinner. He tells me what I should have for lunch and in the morning what I should eat for breakfast. In fact, he tells me which road I should take every day of my life. Um, have you ever met that person? Sometimes we meet somebody that every decision seemingly is, is uh, God's voice speaking to them. And while that may sound, you know, hyper-spiritual or kind of funny because... Some of these things are just common sense things that you and I should know how to do. There is a time and a place, though, to ask God for His, His, His Word. Lord, what do you want for me? But uh, sometimes uh, we can take that a little too far. Uh, imagine if it was really simple, though. How many would just like to just do this? I have a phone right here. Hello? Yes, can I speak to God, please? Yes, this is Rick. Oh, yeah, you know it's Rick. Yeah, it's Pastor Rick. Yes, oh, you just know me as Rick. Okay, okay. Um, hey, God, you know, first I just want to tell you I love you. I love you so much. I thank you for you know, all the blessings that you give me every day. But, you know, I, I have this problem. Or not really a problem, but I want to bring a concern to you. I, I have all these people that talk to me every day and I pray for them and I pray for God to bless them and give them direction. You know, there's some young people right now that, you know, they don't know what, what, where to go left, right, what to do with their life. And 
Could you get, like, give me an answer so I can give to them? What? Oh, 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 you mean you speak to them? That's right. well, of course you speak. Yeah, you speak to them. Okay. Well, Lord, thank you. You got to go? Okay. You're busy? Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Lord. It's been great talking to you. Uh, I love you, Lord. I just want to make sure that you know that and that, uh, well, I'll talk to you later. I'll be talking to you later today, okay? All right. All right, bye. How many wish it was that simple to just pick up a phone, right? You just pick up a phone and just say, Lord, how you doing? Texting the Lord. How many wish you could just text the Lord? Pick up the phone, FaceTime the Lord, Snapchat the Lord, Instagram, whatever your choice of things is. But it is that easy. It really is. We, we complicate it. You know, even before I came to church as a, as a non-believer, I, I didn't think I could directly approach God Almighty and ask Him. I thought, well, who am I to come before a great and mighty God that created this world? Who am I that He would listen to me? That's what I used to think. But did you know that He loves you? He loves you so much, He cares, and He's not going to do what I just playfully did you know, put you or cut you off, he's going to say, yes, I mean, and what else? And, and, wait, and what else? And what else, what else is going on? That's what the Lord is going to do with each of you. He's not going to put you off. He's there to hear every thought, every care. Like the Bible says, to cast all your cares upon him. Amen? Now, God doesn't speak to me like that, nor does he... Most likely speak to you like that. Okay, if he does, I want to talk to you after service. If you have his number, if he has a 1-800 number, I want to know, all right? But here's what I want to tell you today. The Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Did you know that? Say that with me. The Holy Spirit lives inside of me. And because of that, the Holy Spirit speaks to your spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks to your spirit. We, we can complicate it. We, we tend to think that, like what I said at the outset, that I'm not good enough, so who am I that Almighty God, the creator of the universe, would speak to me? And, when, and I want to remind you, when, when each of you were born again, you received the Spirit of God in your life. The, the Bible says when you're born again, you're born of God. God comes to make residence in you. So therefore, because he's in you, he can speak to you. Yeah. He's not out in far, some far distant land. You don't have to go all the way to Israel, Jerusalem, to hear the voice of God. Although it's a great place to hear the voice of God, let me tell you. But he can speak to you in your house, Amen. in your car, in your prayer closet, in the church. While you're taking a shower, He can speak to you. While you're driving, He can speak to you. He can speak to you at work. He speaks to you in the middle of an argument. Did you know that? He'll speak to you wherever it is that He needs to get your attention. Amen. Amen. Let me read uh, this verse here in John chapter 10. It's also on your outline. John chapter 10, verse 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Did you catch that? My sheep, Jesus is talking here. He says, my sheep hear my voice. And have you been in, in a worship setting and you recognize his presence is speaking to you? Maybe, maybe the Lord is directing you to do something, step out in faith and say something or do something or pray for someone. That's the Lord still speaking to you. 
Maybe it's the Lord just saying, hey, I want you to go buy that homeless man a Happy Meal or, or uh, just bring him a sandwich. That's the voice of God speaking to you. It's nothing greater than that. And um, here's the other thing I want to remind you. When you were born again, it's in your nature to hear the voice of God. Say that with me. It's in my nature. It's in my nature. You were born with that nature. When God created you and when you came to Him as a born again believer, all of a sudden, He gave you that nature. He, he, he basically grafted it in you. And there's a, there's a, a divine, divine um, connection in you that desires to connect with a higher being, which is God. That's in all of us. Amen? Now, I want to quickly just give you, because uh, I got a total of six different points, but three facts about hearing God's voice. Number one, you were born with it. It's innate. So you're born with it. You were designed to hear and to recognize the voice of God. You were created, designed to hear the voice of God. So it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a struggle. It shouldn't have to be, Lord, where, where are you? Where do I turn? Do I have to go to um, a, a revival meeting? Do I have to go to... You don't need to go anywhere. You can speak to God right there and then. Amen? Now, I want to read this scripture found in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Verses 9 through 10. And listen to these words. However as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him. These are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. Now, it should be easy to hear the voice of God. But let me give you an example here. How many have prayed really, really hard? You're praying, it's at home, you're in your prayer closet, and you're saying, Lord, I need an answer. I need to know, do I, do I buy this house? Do I, do I sell my car? Do I go buy this new car? Do I, do I switch this job right now? And you, and you need an answer, and you need it like now, right? And so you're praying really hard, expecting God to speak to you in a still, small voice. But that, that should be your correct response. But oftentimes, this is what happens. We're expecting this sudden, loud intruder to come into our lives and say, yes, that is exactly what you need to do. Go and, and get that new job. Go and get that new car. And, and you're expecting somehow this, this, this person outside of you to come and give you direction when all along, God is inside of you already as a believer. The voice of God is inside of you. We can complicate that. Did you know that? So here's the other thing that I've learned. When, when you work hard to get an answer, in other words, Lord, I, I need that answer. I, I can't leave this place. I'm praying. I, I need an answer now. I need to know, Father, give me an answer. When you're working for that, that can be our natural man, our natural person desiring an answer. And God tells us in His Word, He does things on His time. He'll give us an answer in His, His timing, not ours. He's not at our beck and call. Amen? Let's get that straight num number one right now. He's not at our beck and call. He'll answer us when He's good and ready. How many have found that to be true? When He's good and ready. So, 
what happens is when we pray hard, we end up getting up from that prayer and saying, I guess you didn't hear my, I guess you don't care for me, Lord. We can do that if we're not careful. He does care for you. He loves you. But we can walk away from that prayer thinking, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to do. And did you know that when you can walk away from that, because you work yourself up over that, and then when you're rested, and, you, and then you're driving home, or driving somewhere, and you're calm, all of a sudden God will speak to your heart. God will speak to your spirit. And that prayer that you prayed earlier, all of a sudden, that still small voice comes in your spirit and says, yes, that's exactly what you need to do. That's how it works. See, God's not going to answer you when you're all riled up in your, in your natural self. He's going to speak to your spirit when you're still, when you're at peace. Amen? That's how God works. And, and I think we can complicate it and think that, well, I need to hear this, this loud, booming voice, and it needs to be confirmed by two or three other people. I, and that's the other thing. God will send people to confirm that word in your life. How many know that? Other people will come around your life and say, begin to say, well, have you ever thought of getting another job? Have you ever thought of moving out to this place? And you're going like, God, is that an answer? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Amen. The voice of God often comes as an internal desire. Everybody say internal desire. Internal desire. That He has placed in you. God placed that desire in you. He often speaks things to us sometimes that can, be, that can seem too good to be true. Have you ever been given a thought by God that, oh God, I don't deserve that, right? Sometimes you will think things and, and you'll go, well, how is that possible? Uh, I don't deserve that. I, I think of when I, when I met Anna. I, I first met her. And I knew that first day that I met her, Wednesday, October 10th, 1993, but who's keeping track? That I knew that she was going to be my wife that same day. I knew that. God spoke to me. I knew, I knew, and I thought, she's too good for me. She'll never marry me. And no, she said yes, and uh, the rest is history. Uh, the same thing happened when we uh, bought our home here in Vallejo. Uh, I thought, oh, this house is too nice. There's no way that this will work out. And little did I know that the owners were going to sell it to somebody that was offering $20,000 less. That was us. They had people that were giving them more money, but they chose us because God said, no, that's the house I want you in. Yes. I mean, you know that when God gives you an answer, he'll open doors. Yes. He'll open doors that no man can open. Amen. Right. When we came as pastors over here in 2013, same thing. God spoke to both Anna and I and said, it's time now. It's time you step out and walk by faith. And, and begin to lead that church in American Canyon. And we did that when we both heard that call. But prior to that, I was saying, Lord, I don't hear you. And, and Pastor Stephen Apple was telling me, well, I think, I think the Lord's telling, telling you to go. He was kind of pushing me and, and joking with me. But uh, I wanted to hear the voice of God. And finally, when he did tell me, that's when I went forward. Uh, I don't go forward until the Lord usually tells me to go. Amen? That's usually a pretty good thing if you, if you stick with that. You, you don't go wrong when he tells you to go. Um, but God will speak to you. He'll give you that internal desire. Because he knows what you desire. What, what is best for you. And that's what he wants to give to you. Amen? Amen? Yeah. It's not by accident that 
that you have the spouse you have today, that you live in the home that you live in today, that you have the children that you have today, because He knows what your desires are. And He gave you those desires. Amen? Amen. That, that was point number one. Point, point number two is hearing can be developed or lost. Hearing can be developed or lost. Now, I don't know about you, but have you ever spoken to somebody that's hard of hearing? Um, I have. I, I live with somebody that wears hearing aids. Pastor Anna wears hearing aids. So if you didn't know that, she's not ignoring you. She wears hearing aids. Sometimes we have some interesting conversations. We all have interesting conversations. She hears things that I have never said, and she doesn't hear things that I thought she heard. And so we have an interesting uh, everyday life. Even my girls would know what I'm talking about. That's not to um, um, put down my wife. That's just the way it is. But li listen to this scripture here, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. But a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. He cannot understand them because they are spiritually appraised. Amen. You know, what, what the Word of God here is saying is that as a natural person, the unbeliever, the one that does not have this Word of God living inside of them, they can't understand the Word of God. You can speak to them, you can declare it, but it's zoom, zoom, going right over their head. They're not grasping what you're saying. You can speak to them all you want and educate them, and they're still not going to get it. They're still not going to be able to understand what you're saying. Kind of in the same way that somebody that doesn't hear well, um, if you've got your back to them and you're talking like this, well, they, you know, this is, they're not going to hear what you're saying. And uh, so the same thing, it's kind of like tuning into a, a radio station. I know most of you young people here, you don't bother with radio stations because you have your podcasts and you have your music and, and all that. But us old folks, you know, that are over 29 years of age, we used to listen to this thing called the radio and you could tune it in to, there we go, 680. And I could listen to the Giants baseball game on 680 AM. But if I'm on 690, I can't get a, I can hear something, but there's no clear signal, it's static. And how many of you know what I'm talking about? You, you're going on a radio dial. But that's the same thing that happens with God and us. If we're not tuned in to the right station, if we're not tuned in to his word, number one, we're not gonna be able to hear him. And our, and our hearing can become lost or impacted. Number three, I'm going through these quick. God's word and thoughts are to be valued. Say that with me. God's words and thoughts are to be valued. This word right here is always to be valued. Always to be valued. Never ever compromise what it says on here in your own lives. It's always to be valued. In fact... I have a scripture for you, Psalms 139, chapter 17, uh, chapter 139, verses 17 through 18. Let's read how it, how it goes here. It says, How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would outnumber the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. So the Lord is telling us here, his word right here is declared towards you. It's, it's dedicated towards you. It really is. It's his love story for each of you. 
If you were the only one here on this earth, he still would have had this declared and written just for you. And these thoughts are for me. That's what the scripture says. How vast, how large is the sum of them? If I should count them, they would outnumber the sand. When I am awake, or when I awake, I am still with you. His word is completely, continually resounds in my mind and in my spirit. Amen. Here's another scripture found in Luke 24. Regarding his word and thoughts. Verse 32. And they said to one another, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was speaking to us on the road, while he was explaining the scriptures to us? This is talking about some disciples after the resurrection of Jesus that didn't recognize Jesus, talking to them post-resurrection. They didn't recognize him. And as Jesus walked away, they declared this, were not our hearts burning within us while he was speaking to us on the road? See, their hearts were burning inside because they heard that word of God that was declared to them before when Jesus was roaming the earth, when he, before the crucifixion, amen? God's word is to be valued. Never, ever disrespect this word. In fact, if you hear anybody at, your, at school, at your workplace, in your retirement center, wherever you may be, disrespecting this word, you correct them right there. It's up to you to correct them that you value this word. You value this word. Amen? Now, I want to I spend a little bit more time on this one here, but I want to speak to you on three hindrances to hearing the voice of God. Three things that will hinder you in hearing from God. Number one is unbelief. Very simple, very clear. Unbelief is the result of wrong teaching or bad experiences. Unbelief. And let's read the scripture here that I have for you. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. And without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. First of all, number one, you must believe that he is, that he exists. If you don't believe that he exists, none of these promises, the voice of God will never, ever be true in your life. When dealing with, with atheists, with people that do not believe in God, that's a great challenge for them right there. Because they will never hear, never hear the voice of God. In fact, this morning while I was praying for some individuals, for the voice of God to really speak to them. They don't know God. They don't believe in God. And it was like the voice of God was telling me what they're seeing right now is a wall. And they, they're seeing this wall and they cannot, they cannot see on the other side of that wall because they have no faith in, in God himself. But once that wall is moved, that door is moved, it now will give them access to this God that can speak to them. But I'm praying that wall to be removed for this individual that I was praying for. And, and that's the way it is in our life if we have unbelief in our life. If, if we have, which is the result of wrong teaching or a, or a hurtful experience in church. People get hurt all the time in church. People leave churches because they've gotten hurt. And, and possibly uh, that could be a hindrance to them in hearing the voice of God. Amen? We have to be very careful of that. The Lord wants us to, to seek Him because he, it says in His Word that those who come to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who seek Him. Anybody here been rewarded in your faith? Amen. 
Number two, sin. Sin will keep you from hearing the voice of God. Sin is a broken relationship. When I'm living with God, this relationship here, this horizontal, or excuse me, this vertical relationship, me and God, is great when I'm living for Him. But if I choose to walk out, if I backslide, if I choose to ignore the, the living God, this horizontal relationship is severed. Now, I'm walking away from this relationship I had. I can no longer hear the voice of God. I can no longer live like He wants me to live. Amen? And how do I know that? Because that was me years ago. When I first became a believer, shortly after that, just a couple of years after that, I walked away from God. I walked away from God. And that relationship was severed. Every day I knew what I should have done, but God was not... I was not receiving what he was trying to tell me because it was severed. See, he was still pumping his word down, but I had cut it off, and I wasn't receiving it here. He never cuts it off. We do. We do. And so that can prevent you from hearing the voice of God. That's a broken relationship. It, it's much similar to a marriage relationship, to a parental, a child relationship. If you sever that relationship, it's hard to hear what that person is saying. Amen? The scripture found here in Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 and 2. Listen to these words on your outline as well. Behold, the Lord's hand is not so short that it cannot save, nor is his ear so dull that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. And your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. That is exactly what I experienced when I walked away from God. I didn't hear him. My iniquities, my sins, my shortcomings hindered me from hearing his word. Hindered me from hearing the word of God that he had for me. I could read this, but I couldn't receive it when I had it severed. I could look at it and stare at it. But it was not connecting with me because I had severed that communication with him. God forbid that you would do that because when you do that, and if you do that, the voice of God will go silent. It will go silent. I can promise you that. So we have to be careful with that. An additional scripture here, Psalm 66 and verse 18 says the following. If I regard or harbor, hold, iniquity, sin in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. If I know that I am sinning and I, and I hold on to it, if I know right now that I have sinned and I have yet to ask the Lord to forgive me of it, the Lord will not hear me. If you have sin against your brother, the Bible says, if you have sin against your brother, the Bible says, you must first reconcile with your brother before you give your gift to the Lord. Amen? God will not hear you, and he, you will not hear his voice until you make it right. I'm trying to tell you this morning, or this afternoon, that it's very easy to have this relationship broken. We can do that very easily if we're not careful. If I can get our worship team up as we get ready to close here. I have a final point, a third point. So, Hindrances to hearing God. Number one was unbelief. Number two was sin. And the third one is <coughs> excessive noise levels 
and conversations. Excessive noise levels in conversations. What do I mean by that? Well, how many would agree with me that in this day and age, there's a lot of noise around us. We use this term at work all the time. But there's noise, there's, there's news, bad news. The world is going to hell in a handbasket, as they say. Every time you turn on the news, it's, it's maybe another war in Iran. Maybe it's a war with Korea. Who knows? There's all these things going on. There's our political country, our state, um, government is in, a, is in a mess right now. And everything that you turn on, seemingly, there's a lot of noise. This person's bickering with this person. This person's bickering with that person. You got that noise. And then you've got people that all they do is just go back and forth on their social media, just just going back and forth with comments and, and inserting their, their two cents. And you're adding to that conversation in a negative way. You can. In addition to that, then you've got the people, when I mentioned conversations, our conversations, whether it's filled, is it filled with gossip? Are we listening to gossip? Are we sharing gossip? That's what I'm talking about. These are hindrances to you hearing the voice of God. If, if you come up upon somebody and all they're doing is gossiping, you just stop right there and say, you know, I got to go right now. I got to take care of some. But if they, you know what they're gossiping, you just tell them straight up, hey, you know what? You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be disrespecting that person or that situation if you know what that's about. But I choose not to be involved in that. I'll walk away. I, I just walk away. We can get caught up in that and fill our mind with all this noise and really all it is is garbage in our mind that we can't hear the voice of God. We have to be able to empty out all that garbage. We have to be able to say, okay, there's, there's this time I'm going to watch the news. There's nothing wrong with any of those things I mentioned. You know, the news and social media, there's, those are good things to have. But you can't allow that to pollute your mind and prevent you from hearing the voice of God. We all have to have the voice of God to speak into our spirit. Amen? How many agree with that? Amen. You know, we, we can easily get pulled into a, into a daily argument the way our world works right now. But let's be careful, church. Let's be careful how we present ourselves before God.